Welcome to the Voice of V podcast. This is V, your host. I'm a motivational speaker, a podcaster, an emotional gangster, and a spiritual thug. I created this podcast to share my emotional healing journey so that others could be motivated to go from being victims of circumstance and becoming a badass that has overcome. These are my stories. These are your stories. These are our stories. So join me on this journey as we take back our peace and begin to create a new way of thinking and a new way of life. Hola, hola, mi gente. It's your girl, V. And you know what time it is. It's Monday. So here I am delivering another message. It may be toxic. It may be all over the place, but you have your episode. So <laughs> I do not apologize. Sorry, not sorry. There are some things that need to be said. And because I am doing a solo today, I might, you know, not be as toxic or maybe I will. I don't know. There have been a few things that have been on my mind. I don't always speak my mind on some things because I just don't waste my time. <laughs> like, okay. I am, I, I really thought I was not a petty person, right? And after hanging out with my good friend, Joe from Cup of Joe with Dre, shout out you guys. I have discovered that I am petty, but I feel a little bit better knowing that Joe is more petty than I am. So that's my petty partner over there. So shout out, homie. <laughs> I don't know how Dre puts up, puts up with us, but he does. You know, speaking of those guys, we do have an event that is coming up this Friday. And I'm going to remind you again at the end of the show because I am looking forward to meeting some of you. I know some of you guys, some of my listeners, but not everyone. So hopefully those of you that I do not know or have not met in person, it would be wonderful. That would be a great opportunity to be under the same roof and have fun and laughs and talks and, you know, just have a good time. So we will be um, we have an event called Podcasters Pass the Mic. And so it is going to be Cup of Joe with Dre, tap in with the tripod, and also myself. And that is going to be Friday, June 10th. It's at 8 p.m. It's free entry, and it is at Rebar in San Antonio, Texas. And the address is 8134 Broadway, and zip code is 78209. And um, also shout out to DJ CJ, who is, you know, 
um, giving us this opportunity. And there is happy hour drinks until 9 p.m. So you may want to get there at 8 o'clock, get your drink on, or maybe a little bit earlier and just get your drink on. And then after we are done, we will have like a little meet and greet. I plan to stay and have fun with my friends because I know quite a bit of my friends are going. So shout out to all my friends that are supporting me, that have been supporting me through this journey. I really, really can't believe um, how far I have gotten with this podcast. It It is amazing. It's amazing to see uh, what an influence um, I have been and an impact that I have made in some people's lives. And I can say that with confidence. I have always been that type of person, but I took a step back for a few years and kind of just silenced my voice. And a part of me felt like, (laughs) a part of me felt like what gives you or what makes you any different to be able to share with people and why are people going to listen to you? And I'm sure a lot of you are faced with those type of thoughts. And let me tell you about that. There's always a voice that was probably spoken to you when you were younger, maybe as an adult, maybe in your adolescence. It could have been at any time, you know, it could have been by peers. It could have been by parents. It could have been by someone you were in a relationship, a romantic relationship, sometimes even friendships. There are friendships that can be even more toxic than romantic relationships. And I have seen it so many times. And it's unfortunate because it affects you in ways to where you replay these things, these false beliefs about yourself that have been placed there by other people. And usually those type of false beliefs and negative thoughts and negative things that have been said to you are usually based on insecurities that other people have. So you really got to be careful who you allow to impart, whether it be words, prayers over you, beliefs, or opinions, like you can't just accept everyone's opinion, words, prayers, um, because you don't know what their intentions are. And may they may not even have like intentions, they may just have areas that that they have not dealt with. And so they have some negativity that they bring with them. So you got to really be aware of those things. And you really got to know who you are. And you got to be solid in who you are. Now, that doesn't mean you can't be a work in progress. Because I'm a work in progress myself. However, I don't see myself as someone that is damaged beyond repair. Okay, there's a difference with that. Like I have been there before. I have felt where I have nothing to offer this world. And I felt like a burden to everyone. But here we are, you know, this will be episode 42 And I already have 43 ready to drop. It's going to be cool just to see the progress and see the people. I mean, you guys, and I say we because I include my listeners. Y'all are part of this journey. Like, I feel so connected with you sometimes because a lot of you are vocal and a lot of you do share. And especially the men, like, I am so amazed. I'm proud of the men, the male listeners, because you guys provide so much feedback And sometimes help me, you know, think of content so that we can continue to share. And that tells me that 
men are interested in knowing what women are thinking. And men are also very much interested in reaching emotional health, you know, um, communicating better, improving those skills, and also finding other, you know, finding a partner that actually wants to be in a partnership with you. And that gives me hope too, because (laughs) I know I always say, I'm ready to date, I'm going to get put myself out there. But I know that I hold back a lot because I have been disappointed a lot. I know not all men are the same. However, I have been disappointed by many men in my life. And I'm not talking about like just relationships, uh, romantic relationships or marriage, but also just men in my life that that should have, you know, that had that were a big part of my life. You know, Um, I have shared this before. My dad died when I was seven years old and he was um, he was actually murdered. He was shot. So I, I understand and know what it is to lose someone. My father dying you know, he was killed at the hands of another man, you know, and so I was mad at that man for killing my dad. And I was mad at my dad for dying. Like, how dare you die on me? You know, men, thank you for giving me that hope that even though many men have let me down and disappointed me and done me wrong, there are men out there that have that same um, experience with women Or there's some of you that, you know, you have experienced where other people have let you down, people that you thought were going to be there. You know, I was let down by someone that I thought I was going to grow old with. You know, um, I didn't get married to have a divorce. I got married to stay with that person forever. And so those type of things happen. People leave, people die, and it sucks. And I know for me, because I have lost so many people to death or they left me, especially as a kid, though. I had that fear, I guess, of abandonment. And I, you know, when I like start liking somebody, that fear comes. It's like, okay, well, how long are they going to be here? Is it going to be temporary? Do I want to put myself through all of this if this person really isn't solid? And you like to think you're a good judge of character. But there are times where people are sending their representative and that's the best you're going to get out of that person. And sometimes that representative, they pay attention. They listen to what you say and what you have shared. And they can portray that person that you're looking for. And in the end, not actually be that person. So I get it. Those things happen. You have to be a good judge of character. You got to keep your emotions in line. And it's not easy, y'all. So I get it. Like I feel for us single people. And even for some of you married people, because I see some of y'all are miserable. It's like, oh, Lord, I remember being there. I remember being miserable and being married. And and I think one of the worst feelings is being in a relationship, having somebody, somebody lying next to you and feeling lonely. That is one of the worst feelings because you have this person that you're sharing your life with and you feel lonely. That is very heartbreaking. And I have been there. And maybe some of you are there. And I can't tell you what to do other than you got to work on that communication. You got to, you know, have that self-awareness. Like, is it really that person that makes you feel that way or is it you, you know? And so I'll catch myself. Like I said, you have, I have to know my triggers. I have to have that self-awareness. And so I have to know what things bother me. I have to know, you know, um, 
what what it is like that I do that affects my relationships in a positive way and in a negative way. And I have to know what other people's actions, how they affect me as well. And there are some things it's like, why is that bothering you so much? So then I have to look inwardly and try to see what is it like if someone doesn't communicate with me all day long and I'm like anticipating that good morning text or some type of text like what is it about me that causes me to have some emotional distress because someone has not messaged me you know what I'm saying because you can't control people's actions they are responsible for their actions if they don't communicate you know whatever they do they're responsible for their own actions and it has to do with themselves but your reaction is your responsibility and that just like, I, I don't know, I just been thinking about this, you guys. And I think I just like jumped into this episode. I still wanted to talk a little bit about the podcast, but it's okay. So you're responsible for your reaction. And I, I, I caught myself thinking about a few things, you know, that bothered me. And last week, if you heard last week's, y'all know I was in my emotions. I was triggered, right? And so I had to sit down with V and be like, all right, V, what's going on, girl? Like... And you guys, I have to be real with myself and remind myself that sometimes I do get sad and I do get a little bit afraid of abandonment, afraid of, you know, like, oh, this person is going to talk to me anymore. And it's not so much like, oh, my gosh, I'm gonna die without that person. It's a reaction that I have because I'll get triggered because I have lost people that I love and care about. Whether they left or whether they died, they're gone. And they're not in my life. And, and it hurt me. And so it's like, okay, so I have to sit myself down and be like, okay, I understand your fears. I understand your concern. I get it. You know, and it had nothing to do with the person. Like, yeah, I can like someone a lot. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I'm usually pretty solid. I'm pretty good. You know, I have a good support system. You know, but when something gets under my skin, I have to question why is it a flag that is warning me or is it a trigger that has to do with something that I have experienced in the past? Is it a fear? What is it? And so I have to process those things. And it sounds like a lot. It's like, why can't you just like go with it? Well, (laughs) you know. I have mentioned in the past, what you do not repair, you're going to repeat. I can push people away because I'm afraid of getting hurt. I do not want to do that anymore. You know, so it's something that I have to work on. So I have to sit there in that fear and process my feelings, process my emotions and determine what is reality and what is a false belief. And I think there's a saying for fear. It's false expectations, something, something um, where it's pretty much saying fear is like a lie, you know, and yes, there are some things that we are warned of and should, you know, have some kind of caution about, but to live in fear and to push people away because of those fears, that is not a good thing, you know, because Yes, you must be careful. You must have discernment about people. You must watch how they move. You must pay attention to their words and their actions. Do those things line up? But at the same time, you also 
have to be aware of you. You have to be aware of how you affect people. And are you pushing people that really love you? Are you pushing them away? Are you not allowing them in? And I'm talking about people that sincerely care about you, that have proven to be trustworthy and have been there and have, you know, and you know, like, man, I can count on this person. I actually had a conversation or, you know, through text this morning and I messaged my friend and I'm going to tell y'all right now, I am trying to remain calm. My daughter's having elective surgery and, you know, it's, I feel she's going to be okay and I'm sending good vibes and prayers for her. You know, but still I'm mom, you know, it's like, that's my baby. And so I messaged one of my friends that actually happened to message me. He must've got some vibes that I was feeling a little bit anxious. And I told him, I was like, I might be calling you, you know, or texting you freaking out, you know, here and there. And he said, Hey, you can count on me. I'm here. It meant the world to me only because they're not just words. He has proven to be a good friend to me and he has proven to be there for me in some of my tough times. And he has also proven that he will tell me the truth and be straight up with me. <laughs> He's not gonna just let me, you know, um, believe what I believe. And if I'm wrong, just let me continue to be wrong. No, he will call me out on my BS. So I love that about him. And, and that's amazing. And it's good to have a friend like that. Um, so I am so grateful for those people that are in my close circle that I'm able to share. But like I've told y'all before, you must have at least two to three people that are your safe people. I call them safe people because those are the people that know some of the things that you go through, some of your struggles. I have shared, and it's not a secret that I struggle with some depression. And I will tend to isolate myself. And so I reach out to my safe people and I let them know because I already know how I will react. Now, you may think, well, after all these years, shouldn't you already be able to handle and know better than to go into isolation? Maybe you're right. And I am working on it. Like I said, I'm a work in progress. However, part of that progress has been to actually reach out for help. A lot of us don't reach out for help. And I actually saw um, <clears throat> I saw this meme the other day and um, it said, oh, it said um, some people aren't good at asking for help because they are used to being the helper throughout their life. They've experienced an unbalanced give and take. So their instincts is usually I'll figure it out on my own. The self-reliance is all they have ever known. Self-reliance is what I have always known. That is what I learned at a very young age. And I'm talking about like not even in the double digits. At a very young age, I learned about self-reliance, unfortunately, because of things that had happened. And it sucks because I find it difficult to reach out for help. I'm learning that it benefits me to reach out for help. And I'm also learning that there are people that really, truly care about me and really want to help me and that they're not just in my life for what I can offer them, but they actually want to reciprocate that they want to be there for me as much as I want to be there for them. That is such a blessing. That is so amazing. So I am so grateful for those type of relationships. I really am. And they are so patient with me. I got to give it to my friends. They are so patient with me because I don't want to say I'm stubborn. It's just it's frustrating because I have been friends with people before that 
I try to help them and be there for them. And it's like (laughs) pulling teeth or it's like they're fighting against me when I'm trying to help them. You know what I mean? And so experiencing that made me realize like, oh, damn, my friends deal with this crap with me. Like, okay, I'm going to do better, you guys. I'm going to do better. I promise I'm working on it. (laughs) And I know that they have seen the the um, improvement and the difference because I really do reach out to them and I do send a quick text and and I let them know what's going on. And how it's making me feel and, you know, just to have that reassurance where they speak truth to me and remind me like, hey, you know, it's not the end of the world. You're going to be okay. Let's liven it up a little bit here. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But hey, those are all solid things that everyone needs to hear. Reach out to those friends that they look like they have it all together or, you know, already, you know, which of your friends are like me, where they're used to helping everybody and they don't ever ask for help. You know which friends those are. And, you know, just reach out to them, say what's up, check on them, make sure they're doing all right. Hopefully they learn to be able to express themselves and ask for help and understand that, hey, um, this relationship for it to continue, continue to be healthy both parties need to feel like they're contributing. So when you are always helping me and don't give me the opportunity to help you, it kind of makes me feel like I don't bring anything, anything to the relationship. Uh, What can we do about that? You know, type of thing. Because when somebody breaks it down to me like that, I'm like, Oh, I feel even though I'm helping you, that's a little bit selfish of me because you're trying to be a good friend to me and I'm not letting you. So yeah, let's work on that. Right. You might not get that reaction, but that might make them think about it. You know, that's how I thought about it. That's how I realized like, hey, I need to let people in. I need to let people help me because it's not fair to them that I'm always, oh, let me help you and let me do this for you. I never give them a chance to be there for me because it it does make them feel like, hey, I'm trying to bring something to this friendship and (laughs) you're not letting me. So I'm learning you guys. Let's move on to best friends and stuff like that. So I have, well, I just thought of a story because this other meme I saw, it had a picture of Beyonce and Rihanna, right? And it said, best friends don't judge each other. They judge other people together. <laughs> like, let me tell you how many times that has happened. Like I people watch with my friends, my friends, people watch and we'd be like, but I'm the worst one. Um, Last weekend, we went to a silent party. I don't know if I mentioned it, but we went to a silent party and we had so much fun. Oh my God. It was hilarious to see people dancing and singing. And there's like, it's super quiet, but you hear the music on your headphones, right? So it's not like you're dancing and singing to nothing. Like there's actual music playing on your headphones. But if you remove your headphones, then it's quiet. You don't hear anything, right? Because everyone's playing the music on their headphones. At one point, I was singing my heart out. (laughs) But you know what was cool? Other people started singing with me. I was like, all right, all right. Okay, (laughs) this is what's up, you know, (laughs) especially my friends. One of my friends, and she tells me, hey, V, Look at that guy to your right. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, to the right. Y'all, I turned to the left and I went all the way around to finally get to the right. She's like, girl, girl. <laughs> I was like, my bad. I wasn't even drunk, y'all. That was just sober me. I had like an airhead moment. I know. And I heard her and I understood. She said to the right. But my body, my mind, my head just wanted to turn to the left. Have no clue why. I don't know what was trying, what was catching my attention to the left. There was clearly something there. (laughs) But it was just hilarious. It was just so much fun, right? But we do those type of things, right? Like 
we're not like ugly, but there are some things that's like, yo, look at that. Like, why? Why? You know, why is he wearing them hoochie daddy shorts with that body? Like, why? <laughs> sorry, guys. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> but we do. We say, you know, we're we're just having fun. We're not being ugly to people. But we talk our we talk our shit, y'all. Like, who doesn't? Like, y'all can't tell me y'all don't. Because I see you fellas talking and I see y'all talking smack and laughing and all this stuff. So y'all do the same things. Don't be judging us women, right? Um, so <laughs> I saw that. I was going to share this one picture of um, a guy wearing what y'all are calling these hoochie daddy shorts. But y'all, he has these legs and they're, you know, one of them is tatted up. And I was like, okay, um, yeah, he can wear them, but not everybody can wear them. (laughs) So I also saw, oh, wait, 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 (laughs) talking and judging other people together. So I, I try not to, I try to be a nice person, y'all. I really do. But I went, let me tell you about my nail salon experience. And it's still talking about, you know, we don't judge each other. We judge other people together. <laughs> we really don't judge people. We just like notice things, right? We, people watch. I went to get my nails done, my petty done. And I'm sitting there and I see a young lady and she's getting her nails done, getting those long ass nails, which I don't know how y'all do it. Props to you. Some of y'all out there looking like little demons or raptors about to shred something because y'all get them so long but hey to each his own I just can't wear them that long I love long nails but not that long uh, because even with the regular what I would call average long nails I'd be stabbing myself so I can't even imagine those long ones like I might kill myself like shit like I can't do it and then I think about the obvious things like Am I going to be able to wipe right? How am I going to clean my ear? Like, am I going to stab my ear with my nail? Like, how am I going to put on my jewelry? You know, um, I think that would be good for parting your hair, though. You don't need a comb, but (laughs) that's just me. Like, I mean, maybe one day I'll try it, but there's no way. Like, I, I don't think I could. Well, I can't even because I type at work. So there's no way I could have those long nails, but they looked good. She was getting them done. I'm not going to I'm not going to say they looked bad. They actually looked good. But, yo, I looked at her feet. I just happened to look at her feet because she was sitting like in front of me and I could see the back of her feet and they looked really dirty. And I was like, yo, (laughs) what's going on here? And I'm bad. I took a picture. I didn't post the pictures, y'all. Okay, I just sent it to a couple of friends so they could, you know, see what I see. And um, I was like, sis get the pedicure get the pedicure (laughs) and the guy keep the nail tech keeps asking her like are you gonna get a pedicure today and um she's on the phone right um having a conversation on the phone and uh but I hear him that's how close I am you know I hear him ask her he asked her like three times and she's like oh I don't know oh I don't know and then finally she says no I'm, I'm gonna wait you know uh, and I'm like, at least wash your feet. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Like, I don't know, like, if it was just her feet were dirty or if they were like rough looking or what, but like, it, it really did not look good. So I'm thinking you're spending all this money on those nails, like at least take care of your feet, especially if you're going to be wearing shoes they were open toes they were like sandals so they're open toes and open in the back too so you could see her heels and so I was like yo sis get the petty and then when she said no I was like no after and here's my other thing though she's talking about uh 
I made eight hundred dollars this morning. I'm like, you can afford the pedicure. <laughs> like, please do it. You know, has she not said that? I might have offered to pay for her pedicure. But uh, after she said that, I was like, oh hell no, she can afford it. She's just not doing it. But okay, to each his own. Hey, look, I know the struggle, y'all, because. I pay for my pedicures and my manicures and you easily. And that's because I get simple, simple things done. I'm not getting any fancy stuff except for my pedicure. I do pay for a good pedicure. But just that alone is guaranteed $120. And to do that every three weeks, it's expensive. It's a lot. So it adds up. I get it. I understand the struggle. So you fellas that have ladies or when you see us ladies out there, and we got our toes on point. We take care of our, you know, our hands, whether it get, we get manicures or we keep our nails clean or we get them done. All that costs money, fellas. So y'all better be appreciative of that, okay? Because we're not out there looking all crazy with um, messed up feet and stuff. So <laughs> y'all need to appreciate it. So um, the other thing that I wanted to share was... Yo, my sister had posted this thing and I was laughing so hard, right? So I know I'm all over the place. I'm just going to touch on different things. So it said, um, and this is good because I mentioned morning text, you know, earlier. When she texts you the following morning say, saying, sorry, I fell asleep. Text her back. It's okay. I just got home. <laughs> and I was like, that is so toxic. But I'm taking notes. I'm writing this one down. So the next time that some fella does not message me back that same day and he messages me the next morning and says, sorry, I fell asleep. Guess what? That's what I'm texting y'all. I don't care. Call me toxic. I'm texting. It's okay, boo. I just got home. <laughs> and I know you ain't gonna like it. So <laughs> there you go for my toxicos. There you go. You have that right there. All right, y'all. <laughs> so I'm just having too much fun with myself here. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounded bad. Like I'm talking about with this conversation, y'all. Calm down, fellas. Calm down. Because y'all be on one sometimes. Uh um, let's see what else I wanted to share with you guys. Oh, well, that's a little bit more serious. Uh, let's see. There was this other thing. Yeah, you know what? Let's go ahead. And let's talk about that, too. <clears throat> so I know some of you uh, beat yourselves up because and this still ties in with this. These good morning texts and all that and expectations and um, sometimes dating the wrong person and beating yourself up for it. Um, sometimes not wanting to date at all because of some of the past experiences. And um, of course, you know me. I always question myself if I notice that I attract a certain type of guy and if it's not great, you know, if it's not good, if it's, you know, if I'm just attracting all these F boys, all these um, guys that just want to have sex or all these guys that um, are emotionally unavailable or maybe guys that. I don't know what else that just lie and cheat and all this stuff. So then I have to question myself, like, why am I attracting these type of people? I'm not saying I attract all that. I'm just saying, you know, when we do, because those things do I have in the past. And I've told y'all, like, I give 
props to some of the men that I have met. And this is just in meeting, like I'm not even trying to, where they have been really great guys and they're nice, you know, they're, um, they have it together meaning emotionally, physically, mentally, and they can communicate, you know, so there are some fellows out there that are good guys, not all guys are crappy and just want to have sex. Well, the guys are probably like, yes, we do want to have sex. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 more than that. You know, there's, they want to connect on another level besides that. And so anyway, um, I just wanted to remind you that, again, like I mentioned earlier, Pete, People send their representative at the beginning because they want to show you the best that they can offer because they want to impress you. And this is both men and women. Well, Lisa used to be like that. Like nowadays, I don't know if anybody really cares anymore. They're more like, well, if you don't like me, okay, bye. You know, <laughs> it just it's it's okay. But there are still some people that are out there playing games. And so I know everybody's been talking about narcissists and stuff, and I have too. I have talked about that before. Um, And I think I read somewhere where everyone tends to have a little bit of narcissism in them, you know, just a little bit. Um, But there are some people out there that have been labeled narcissist. And um, I know we throw that word around and we throw toxic around, you know, but uh, I found um, this other meme and it said not all narcissists are obvious some narcissists appear to be the nicest people in the world most narcissists abuse only their own families putting on appearances is what narcissists do best don't be fooled even serial killers are said to have been the nicest people in the world narcissists hide in plain sight believe survivors and that was written by maria consiglio and it and and it's um on instagram at understanding the narc right and it's not narc like narcos it's narc like narcissist right so i can totally relate to that it is very true they are not obvious they present themselves to be as some of the sweetest nicest people out there they usually present themselves as being the victims of circumstance of other people and they blame other people for for flipping out on them. But, you know, these narcissist people, they will push you and push you and push you. And they lead you to a place that is not very good. And it is true that a lot of them do abuse their families. I remember being in a relationship like that where everybody loved this man. He could do no wrong. And he was just so great at church. And he was so great at work. And he was just great everywhere. And my friends liked him and blah, 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 right? He was just a sweetheart to everybody. He would tell other men how they should be treating their wives. But yet at home, it's like, where's this person? Like, clearly, you know, (laughs) you know what to do. You know what's right because you're preaching it out there. You're speaking it to other people, but you're not practicing it. Like, come on, come on. And it was just crazy because like when all this stuff went down and I don't know, I don't think I have shared everything that happened with you guys, but when everything went down, it it was hard for people to believe that he was actually doing any of the things that he was doing. It is true. Y'all got to listen because they are so good. They are very good. They're experts at putting on appearances. That's what they do best. And we get fooled by them. We do. And I have met people before where I'm like, mm. and it's crazy because even before I got in this relationship, y'all, I was good at noticing people that were like that. I was good at like reading people. I was good at like 
oh hell no he's one of those people that is oh wonderful in front of everybody else but behind locked doors is a different person I was so good at being able to recognize that but to turn around and be in a relationship with somebody like that yo like I was beating myself up like girl you know better you know better but you know what they're good at fooling people, you know, and I, I thought it was crazy. It was like even serial killers are said to have been the nicest people in the world. And it's true. Andrea and I were talking about it. And I think maybe April shout out ladies. <laughs> but I think we were talking about that. And Andrea said I would have been one of Ted Bundy's victims because he was handsome, you know, and I was like, <laughs> I think that's who she said it was. It was one of the serial killers. The one that was handsome, whichever one it was. She's like, I would have totally, totally fallen for it because he's a good looking guy. And they always say that they were very sweet guys. So y'all got to believe the survivors. Okay. Stop being fooled by these things and, and do better. Right. So <clears throat> I think I have gone all over the place and I'm sure that some of these subjects deserve their own their own podcast and maybe one will stem out of this but I just wanted to share with you guys a little things and let me finish sharing with you about the podcast so I'm going to hit a year in August the very first episode is named the unavoidable and that's when I introduced the podcast and I got so much good feedback and that was just like I finally stopped putting it off I had been putting off the podcast for two years and I finally said you know what I'm doing it and I went ahead and did it, recorded and dropped it. And let me tell you, I thought, what if nobody listens to it? What if nobody cares about it? What if it fails? What if this? What if that? And it was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Even if one person listens, because I know I have more than one friend. So I knew more than one friend was going to listen. So even if one person, even one of my friends listened, <laughs> it was like, okay, yay. And then it was like, but more than anything, I was finally practicing using my voice. I was finally giving myself a voice to express myself and to share my journey with people. Because there were times in my journey and my healing process, and I'm still going through my healing process, y'all. Uh, because there things happen all the time, you know what I mean? And it doesn't mean I'm healing from the same thing as last year. But still, there are things, you know, that come up and you just need that healing. And so it was good to be able to express that and to get so much feedback and that episode has the most listens. It has 105 listens, which I know for some, or 108 plays or something like that. And I also for, I know for some other podcasts, that's like the norm. But it was a very powerful and impacting kick way to kick off this podcast. And I can't believe that I'm on episode 42. So August 16th, 2021 was when that first episode dropped and I am excited to reach one year and I continue to debate with myself because of my schedule, because of just responsibilities. But these are some of the thoughts that go through my mind because time gets put, put into these episodes, y'all. There's a thinking process, coming up with content, you know, the pressure of the content sometimes. And also deciding like, hey, do I want to uh, jump on the bandwagon and talk about what everyone else is talking about? Or do I want to continue and make my own content and come up with my own ideas and my own material based on what is currently going on in my life, not necessarily of what's going on around the world? I do address some issues. I do express where I stand and what I feel. And I always 
try to look at both sides. I tend to be a fair person, but more than anything, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. I don't ever want to side with the wrong side. You know, I never want to side with what the bad things that are happening in this world and always want to be part of a solution. Always want to be part of bringing healing, bringing options and not tearing down people because the world does that enough to each one of us. And that's my other thing. It's like if you're in relationships, whether it be friendships, whether it be your family members, whether it be a romantic partner, you guys, the world is already beating each one of us up. We don't need to do the same. Like if you're in a partnership, you're in a friendship, you should want to see each other grow. You should want to be there for each other. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking back at all of these episodes. There were so many topics. Why do I do what I do? And it was just trying to explain. Man, there's so many times that I get triggered or I continue to fall into old patterns. And it's like, why am I doing this again? You know, I'm supposed to improve, you know, and we beat ourselves up. I talked about letting go of pain. I've talked about being a badass, talked about the F word, which is failure. You guys, some of y'all probably didn't want to listen to it because y'all thought I was just going to be dropping the F bomb. But nope, it was the it was talking about failure and how we look at failure as a negative thing. But it's not necessarily a negative thing. I had a conversation with my son uh, last week and I was like, hey, son, you know, you're not a failure unless you quit. And if you don't get it the first time, well, you just learned a way that it doesn't work. So now you try a different way. We need to start having that type of mentality. And so I have just shared so many different things. Sometimes I'll put articles out there for you guys and I'll just run through it. Cheaters gonna cheat, which (laughs) featured Andrea, but ended up being my cheating stories. (laughs) We also did a men get cheated on too. That was very popular as well. And then with Miss Melly Mel from Tapping with the Tripod, we did to the left to the left because, you know, Sometimes you got to pack a man's stuff and throw it to the left and tell him, come pick up your crap because he ain't going to get it together <laughs> or or women, you know, where is he dating? You know, sometimes they come with the the BS, you know. So here we are, you guys. You know what? I want to thank you so much because Voice of V is at 1.8K total plays. So that is awesome. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And I thank you for that. And one of the other things that I wanted to share is we do have... You know, a few countries listed, of course, the United States being the biggest one. But Voice of V, you know, has been heard in Germany, India, Australia, Malaysia, Canada, United Kingdom, Kenya, Belgium, Netherlands, Switzerland, El Salvador, New Zealand, Ireland and Italy. Y'all like it's out there. And that is so cool. Like, I am excited. I'm so excited for Voice of V. I'm so excited for for the feedback that I get from you. And I'm so excited that I get to share my life with you. I know, and I will tell you this, sometimes I get feedback from some people that really worry about what others think. And they're like, hey, well, you know, you you share a lot on your podcast about yourself. Like, are you sure you want to do that? You just, put, you just put yourself out there, you know? And to me, I feel like, well, if I, if I can't genuinely be who I am, If I only show you the good parts of me, how are you going to relate to me? I just I I cannot relate to someone that only shares the good parts of them. Like there is the good, there's the bad, there's the motherfucking ugly of V. 
And I share those things because I know I'm not the only one. And if I can just have one person and I have seen a review and it said that it was an anonymous person that said, listening to Voice of V makes me feel like I'm not alone. And that right there, like, y'all, I almost started crying. Like, I'm gonna cry right now. Like, oh, you're not alone. I'm right here. Because I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to be alone, to feel like you're alone. I know what it feels like to be betrayed and feel like nobody understands. I know what it's like to lose loved ones and feel like nobody understands how you feel. Nobody gets you. And it is not a good place. But to actually listen and have, you know, someone you can relate to that makes a world of difference and it gives you hope. And that's what it's about, y'all. Stop putting stock into what people say about you. People think about you. Stop trying to impress people that probably don't even have their life together. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone can try to tell you how you should handle things. But if they've never been in your shoes, how do they know? Because you really don't know how you're going to react to something until you go through it. You can offer advice. And I'm not saying that there isn't solid advice, that there isn't level-headed advice for from people that maybe hasn't haven't actually experienced the specific trauma that you have. But they have had some type of experience with feeling the way you feel. Well, yeah, you can relate to that. But I'm talking about like there are other people that are so focused on putting up an image for others and you stress yourself out and you're killing yourself just because you're trying to maintain an image that is not reality. Don't do that to yourself. Look, guys, I tell y'all I'm an emotional gangster. I'm a hard ass. I can be a hard ass. I can be a G. I can I'm like I can hang with. (laughs) the big dogs you know what I'm saying but I'm sensitive like (laughs) I will cry sometimes I get emotional sometimes you know and that believe it or not is actually a progress because before I used to be a hard ass and I would not cry and then stuff would go down and it was not good like you know I would have this blind rage and that is not a good place to be because I would then hurt people with my words and get into fights and stuff like that. Like, I don't, you know, that's, I'm getting old, y'all. I don't want to be fighting no more. And I don't want to go to jail. Like, come on. Plus, I have a career plan and I can't have anything on my record. So we're going to keep my record clean, just like it is. (laughs) And then I've told y'all, like, I'm a spiritual thug. Like, yo, I know scripture. I know how to pray for people. I know how to pray for myself. I know how to talk to God. But at the same time, it's like, you know, just like I know how to lay hands. I know how to throw hands. Like, stop, y'all. Like, Don't push me. <laughs> but like on a serious note, though, I may not look like a typical Christian looks like or a person that is going through a healing process. I may not look like that typical person or whatever image people have. But you know what? I'm going to continue being me. I can only be true to me. I cannot try to be checking off boxes of what people expect me to be and do. I can't. I lived my life like that before. And I cannot do that to myself anymore. I was miserable. I was unhappy. I was checking off all the boxes and meeting all the marks for everyone else's expectations, but never my own. And you know what happened in the end? V was disappointed. 
And when that disappointment came because other people could not check the boxes that I had, the expectations that I had, the needs and the wants that I had, other people weren't checking off those boxes for me, but yet here I was checking the boxes off for them. When the disappointment came, who was there? Me, myself, and I. The friends that were close to me, that cared about me, that truly cared about me. Those were, those were the ones there. But what I'm saying at the end of the day, it was me versus me. It was me looking at my reflection and questioning myself and asking myself, why did you feel that you had to mark off all these expectations, whether they were true or false? Other people's expectations or expectations that you put on yourself just to be accepted by people, just to impress other people, just to maintain an image that you felt other people expected from you. That, my dear love, is not a way to live. And that is not loving yourself. I had to learn to love V. And I'll go back to when I was talking about that fear of abandonment. I told myself, because I was feeling, you know, some type of way. And I said, hey, V, I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to abandon you. We got this. And sometimes you got to tell yourself that. Because see, that's what I would tell a friend. If I knew one of my friends was feeling afraid and felt like, hey, you know, I think this relationship ain't going to work or I'm going through this situation and I feel all alone I f- or I got to make a decision and I don't think other people are going to be happy with my decision, but I have to make this decision for myself and this is what is best for me. But I know other people are going to be upset with me, are going to be disappointed when I make this decision. You know what I would say to that friend? I would be like, you know yourself. You know what you need. You know what is best for you. I'm here for you. You have my support. Whatever you decide, that's your decision. It's your life. But I'm still going to be here for you. And that's what I had to tell myself. Whatever advice, sound advice, words of encouragement, words of affirmation, words of love, Whatever words you have for your friends and for other people, the compassion and the kindness that you express to other people, you need to do that for yourself before anybody else. You need to talk to yourself that way. You need to show love to yourself. Self-love is very important. It's not just getting a massage. It's not just getting your pedicure, your manicure, although those things are wonderful. And y'all know from my post, When I get my pedicures, man, those leg massages, I'm like, can I marry you (laughs) every time? But it's part of my self-care. But it's not all of my self-care. It's not all of my self-love. The biggest part of my self-love is those conversations I have with myself when nobody else is around. It's when I have to deal with V, the good, the bad and ugly parts of me. That's when I have the most breakthrough. It's when I'm real with myself, when I encourage myself, you know, and I encourage you to do the same thing for yourself. Love on yourself, you know, let that be your homework. So, again, pay attention to your surroundings, who it is that you have around you. If people are drawing too much energy from you or if they're bringing too much negative energy, you know what? Take a break from that because that's draining. You don't need all that. 
So thank you so much. Thank you for being a listener of Voice of V. Thank you for your support. Thank you for sharing that it's making a difference in your life, that it's encouraging you to grow. It's encouraging you and reminding you to love on yourself. And I am all for it. I love it. So I hope to see you on Friday. I hope that you're able to make it again. You know, if you aren't following um, tap in with a tripod or cup of Joe with Dre again, we're going to be at rebar Friday, June 10th, 8 PM. And the address is 8134 Broadway. And that's again in San Antonio, Texas, 78209. CJ will be the DJ that is there. Happy hour drinks available until 9 p.m. And again, it is with tap in with the tripod. And that is Miss Melissa, Miss Angie, Miss Destiny. They're really cool people. Um, All three of them. If you listen to their tripod, I mean, if you listen to their podcast. (laughs) Also, a cup of Joe with Dre. They have been very good friends of mine for a few years now and they're they're good peeps we're gonna have so much fun especially me yo joe is already coming after us already talking his petty mess and um dre's probably gonna wear his hoochie daddy shorts i'm all for it i'm here and (laughs) i know some of my friends from houston are coming down so i'm excited for that and i know my San Antonio friends will also be there. Um, hopefully I'll get to meet some of you other listeners. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to talk our shit. We're going to just um, engage you guys as well in some of these conversations. And that's going to be your time to be able to talk your shit. <laughs> um, we're all for it. It's Again, y'all, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. June 10th is the day. Um, but please keep, keep me in your prayers. Keep my daughter in your prayers. (laughs) You know what? Keep me and my daughter's boyfriend in your prayers. Cause we're here with the little, the little two-year-old Chiquita, my little, y'all hear her sometimes. I call her my future co-host and, um, yeah, chasing a two-year-old y'all. I'm, I, I get tired fast, (laughs) but it's going to be a good week. I'm, I'm actually taking, time off to to be with my granddaughter and hopefully I'll get some more family time in with other people that I haven't seen in a while y'all I'll be off this week hit me up if y'all want to have lunch or want to help me chase this (laughs) two-year-old I hope that you enjoy this episode the next episode I drop it is gonna be a two-hour episode it's gonna be an an interview so to speak that I did with an artist in Houston um y'all are gonna enjoy it he's he has an album dropping on June 17th I know some Mondays I drop some funny stuff and other Mondays like today, I'll drop some stuff where I get you thinking, get you get your emotions a little stirred up. But this is good for us. It's good to laugh, but it's also good to address those things that we go through in everyday life. And um, I'm going to leave you with uh, one last meme that I was going to post, but I didn't get to. (laughs) It says, my back's hurting from carrying all this sexiness. Yo, <laughs> my back is hurting from carrying all this sexiness. I ain't even playing with y'all, okay? <laughs> so, uh, love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. This is your girl, V. Um, oh, let me not forget. Remember, what you don't repair, you're going to repeat. So, come on. You don't want to keep repeating those same mistakes. Let's start working on it. And also, healing is possible. Healing is a process and healing is your responsibility. Y'all have an amazing week. I will see you on Friday. 
Hasta luego, mi gente. And just like that, we wrap up another episode. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram under Voice of V. And the podcast can also be found on your favorite streaming platform. Make sure you click the add button. That way you are notified every week when a new episode drops. Thanks for all the support. This is your girl V and I'm out.